Tonight we're hanging with the boys. Yeah, we're going out. We stole we're fast. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to the spookiest Billboards episode of the year. Wait. Chill buds. This is, no, this no, this is the 30th. It's a uh, never mind. Shut it all down. Shut it all down. It's not a Halloween app. It's not a Halloween app. It's just regular Weeztoberfest. Uh it's our favorite time of the year, of course. Uh, getting to be less and less favorite as it goes on, but we'll leave that for another time. I, of course, am your host, JPC. With me as always, my co-host with the very mo host, JJO, Mr. Johnny Omara. Johnny, how's it going? It's going great. I think we should, when we're done with all the Weezer albums, if and when that happens, we should we'll give Weezer, done. as a band, a bop or a flop. Ooh, wow. Wow. Truly so hard to do. And I've, you know, I've been thinking, prepping f- this month, and this is, this is okay. the last day, this is the last album of a supersized Weeztober. Yes. Uh, is Weezer, and regardless of either way this last album shakes out, mm-hmm. is Weezer the most inconsistent band? Johnny, dude, okay. So, uh, I was thinking the exact same thing. I, he, here's the thing. Inconsistent is an interesting way to put that. Because in my mind, the way that I was formulating that question is... Does the band Weezer, ha- after th- almost now at this point, let's see, twenty nineteen. So we're we're it's it's not quite thirty years, like twenty five years. Twenty five yeah. years in the business. Do they have any idea what the people that like their music want to hear out of one of their albums? <laughs> Are they the most out I of touch know. band? Are they the most out of touch band? Because they might be. Because you know, I was thinking, I was. Uh, the most comparable band just by volume of work would be like Taylor Swift. She has a billion albums. Sure. And and they Weezer has a billion albums. I think that their their highs are similar. I don't think one has a necessarily higher high. You know what I mean? Okay. Sure. But their lows. Uh, I mean, Taylor Swift First of all, at least for me, and I know that like you know different people like different eras as it as it were. Yeah, for me, she's more or less gotten better over time. Yeah, whereas Weezer's just all over, and like even her lows are still not unlistenable. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I here's the thing. I think that some of the things that Weezer has done, some of the choices they have made. There are a lot of bands that that just would have been the end of them. They they some of the bad choices that Weezer has made would have sunk some bands. Rivers they're tenacious. To care. <laughs> he seems to care and not care both at the same time. And it, to me, the the wilder thing is is not how inconsistent Weezer is. It's how 
lasting they are as a band without really having a clearly defined image when you put it in the grand scheme of all of their works combined, you know? I know who I want Weezer to be, but if I'm looking at the facts, Weezer is not always the band that I want them to be, you know? We, I mean, even think think about this. What is Weezer's sound? Because you have something that comes to your mind immediately, but yeah. most of their albums aren't that. Yep. Yeah, it's like it's like pornography, right? Like you know it when you see it. I, I here's my question, Johnny. You don't know anything about music. Do you think you could produce a Weezer album? If you were assigned to work with Weezer on on making an album for them, do you think that you could produce a what you would consider to be a good Weezer album? One thousand percent, yes. <laughs> Johnny, I do too. I do too. I think I can do such a better job than half of the people they have producing these albums. I because here's what I would do. I I I know from my time dealing with Weezer's albums how to deal with Rivers and how to not deal with Rivers. I would not be worried about getting fired because if I was like, hey, these songs are awful and you can't put these on the album, they're really bad, and he was like, you're fired. I'd be like, okay, someone had to say it. Like, I'm, I don't know why, I don't know who's terrified of you, uh, Rivers, and, but someone has to say this shit. And if you said that and weren't fired, it doesn't fucking matter because they're going back on the spreadsheet and they'll yes. just be on the yeah. next one. They'll be on the next album. Now, here's the thing. Maybe I'll rephrase this, Johnny, because I think if I were to produce a Weezer album, I could produce a Weezer album that was not a bad Weezer album. But I'm not, I do not have the hubris to say that I could produce a good Weezer album because I think that is a harder thing to do. And hey, there are people that can do it. I just, I just think that I could prevent a bad one. <laughs> I think I could do, I could do a green. I could produce a green. <laughs> I, I can produce the green album easy. I can produce the green album knowing what I know now. Uh, only having done thirteen Weezer episodes of this podcast, I can Hell. produce the green album no problem. I can produce the white album. Crab on the booty, taken to do no good. Perfect. Leave it on. Leave it all in. <laughs> and I could make. Uh, I could. I could prevent. I could prevent a Hurley. I could stop a Ratitude dead in its tracks. I could stop a Ratitude yeah. dead in its tracks. <laughs> I could definitely stick somewhere between a Green and a Hurley. I could keep it on those tracks. Here's the problem, though, Johnny. Here's the problem is that I would allow them to make make-believe because I like make-believe. A lot of people don't. A lot sure. of people don't love like the synthy stuff they're doing in make-believe. If if it was Weezer on my watch, I would have make believe would have slipped through the cracks. I would I would own that. Well, and I own that. I'm not perfect. Not every album is going to be uh, your blues or your maladroits. My maladroits. I know a lot of people don't like maladroit. I love maladroit. Some people don't like maladroit. Yeah, but they're good. They're they're perfectly good albums. Yes, and I think I think that that. I think we could do that. Now, if the two of us worked together, yeah, we could make a blue. We could make a pink. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Now, here's my other question for you, Johnny. We're not talking about Black yet. Black is the final album of We Soberfest this year. We will talk about it. We're going to get to it. But before Black, 
12, um, 12 studio albums plus Death to False Metal. So we have 13 albums to, to, to consider that uh-huh. we have done. Without looking at your notes, I just want your gut reaction. Are there more good Weezer albums or bad Weezer albums? Bad. Interesting. I'm saying good. I think there are more good Weezer albums. Well, this okay. Do you think that are are people inherently good or are people inherently evil? <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Let, let, let me let me let me let me go down the line because I can I can help myself here because okay, blue is good. I, yeah, I, I think I think Pinkerton is good. It's I, these are not yeah. on my top 100 necessarily. I think yeah. green. This is, is a good. binary. This is a bopper flop. Yeah. yeah, it's a bopper flop. I think green is good. I think Agreed. Maladroit is good. And then I think yeah. make believe is good. So those are those are five, so five of the. We only have to have two more albums, wow. and, the, okay. and the next okay. nine to get to get like fine. And then you've got everything and will we, be all right in the end. And white, and white. Yeah. Okay. So that's okay. seven. So that you don't need Raditz. So they at least you don't need Hurley. You don't need Death to False Metal. You don't need Red. You don't need, uh, you Red. Don't need Pacific Daydream. I'm sure I'm missing one. You certainly don't need Teal. You definitely don't need teal. Teal, you do not need. I think they. So okay. I think in that. I think in that uh, side they have more. They have more good That's, albums than they have bad albums. So they have they. So what that what you've just said to me is. Uh huh. They undeniably have more good albums than bad albums, but they have significantly more uh, bad will with me than they have achieved goodwill with me. Yes, but 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 you know what. Ill will. When you Ill listen will. to White, when I just I just edited that White episode not too long ago. When you listened to White, you were like, you said, listening to this album makes me think, have they ever done a bad album? Because you I forget. Know. You do forget. You forget all of the ones that you'll never listen to again because they're not very good. I know. I know. <laughs> and here's the thing. Fuck. Even... It's not always the case, but sometimes on Weezer's bad albums, they do accidentally put a good song on there. And it's because the Rivers does this thing where he will like work on a song from '97 and put it on an album 15 years later, and be like, "Hey, this one's actually good. What was it? What was it doing on Hurley? Does anyone know why this ended up on Hurley? Excuse me, does anyone know how this ended up on Hurley? Uh, <laughs> like, oh, this Ugh. this song lost its album. Um, can, can this album please come pick up this song? <laughs> Your song will be like waiting green. at customer I, it service. It sounds like green. Does anyone, <laughs> can anyone put this on green? The tag says Hurley, but that can't be right. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, Johnny, we, God damn it. We know too much about Weezer at this point. People, th- this is why we don't deep dive on this podcast because no. it's too easy. It's too easy to know too much about something. It's it's much better to know a little bit about a lot of things. That's that's way better. Agreed. I prefer to know nothing about anything. That's the yeah, but it's really hard to have a music <laughs> podcast where we just know nothing about anything. We we've done it for about a hundred episodes, so it's like we uh, we actually yeah. are pretty good at doing that music podcast. But uh, wow, yeah, this is this is the, our ninety second episode of this, and we've done wow. thirteen episodes, fourteen episodes on Weezer. <laughs> uh, oh, do we have a good <laughs> podcast or a bad po- podcast? That's the other question. Wow. I can't, I'm too close. I can't. I think objectively it's bad. <laughs> uh, all right. Hey, 
We're not talking about that. We are talking about that. We are also talking about Weezer's 13th studio album. This is their sixth self-titled album. Uh, This is uh, colloquially known as Black, the Black Album. Ten tracks, 37 minutes and 35 seconds. That's even longer than Teal. Released on March 1st, 2019. And to put it in context... Rivers has been talking about the Black Album since the White Album. Since 2016, he's been talking about the Black Album. This might be and, their most hyped album ever? Yeah. Maybe? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And this comes hot off the tails of Teal and a week before the physical release of Teal. Teal, Truly to strange. me, was a marketing gimmick and a publicity stunt. And yeah. I, I think that the release was just to like capitalize on this moment of like internet whatever and then also put a Weezer song back on the charts so that people were like mm-hmm. prepped for the Black Album. Do, do you remember when we talked to Eli about the Weezer sketch that he wrote and he was saying that there was a lot of buzz at that time because of Africa and the Black Album was going to come out and that's – kind of mm-hmm. where that sketch idea came from. Like this was a time where there was a lot of like, what's the black album going to be? What's the black album going to be? Um, and Without giving of, away my thoughts, <laughs> some questions might be better left unanswered. <laughs> <laughs> well, Johnny, j- j- speaking of that, that era, what was your relationship with the black album? Error. Did you have... <laughs> I'm sorry. It's definitely an error. Uh, what was your relationship with the Black Album at the Z- time? Did you, had you heard of it? Zero. Nothing. Nothing. Y- hadn't yes. heard of it. Same with me. I also had not. Yeah. I, not, I hadn't heard a single one of the songs. Didn't Wasn't aware of it existing. Up until um, I listened to this album, I hadn't heard a single one of the songs on it. Same. Same. Which is, you know, what you would have said no matter when you listened to it. But I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, a couple weeks ago for the show. <laughs> That you know, yeah. it, which is interesting because yeah, I just I heard no hype, no hype. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but if you were if you were like locked in back then, you you would have been very hyped. Well, Johnny, I did go and read some um, kind not, not really reviews, but I read some fan impressions from around the time before the album came out when the singles were dropping, and the singles were "Can't Knock the Hustle" and then "Zombie Bastards." And people were not <laughs> thrilled about what was coming with the Black Album. <laughs> oh, God. So, but, okay, before we get I've removed into... my glasses so I can rub my <laughs> eyes whenever I need. Before we get into what the Black Album is, let's talk about what the Black Album was intended to be. So, uh, if you remember, in 2016, Rivers and Jake Sinclair... Um, had worked on the, the the White Album. And Rivers was doing a, uh, a radio interview with Zane Lowe on the Zane Lowe radio show. And Rivers said that Jake Sinclair won on the White Album, but Rivers was going to win on the Black Album. He was like, the Black Album was going to be this like darker, moodier take on the Beach Boys. That did not come out in the final product. The, the, he said he lost that. The, the darker take on the Beach Boys thing was lost. So the whole premise of the Black Album as being this like opposite to the White Album, abandoned by the time the White Al- by the Black Album. Actually I'll say it's came opposite out. in some ways, certainly. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this one was produced by Dave Sitek. Sitek. 
um, who, of like TV on the radio. Uh, he also produced some albums for the Yeah Yeah Yeahs. He also co-produced a Foles album, not the one that we reviewed on the show. And mm-hmm. Dave Sitek produced Scarlett Johansson's debut album in 2008, a little album called Anywhere I Lay My Head. We have to cover that one day. I Yeah, we do. <laughs> I, I can only hope that um, he went from producing the Black Album directly to federal prison, <laughs> never to be heard from again. I. Uh, and I don't know if you saw this, Johnny, but this is absolutely wild. The album, the day before it premiered, three songs were released into Fortnite, and they had like an album premiere inside Fortnite with a Weezer-themed island in Fortnite. It's so that is that's like that that that's like when Emperor Palpatine's message to the galaxy was released in Fortnite, but also never released anywhere else. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, hey, here's the other thing I'll say about the black. Who's playing Fortnite and also listening to Weezer? What I the fuck know, is that demographic? But here's the thing. I think that that's the whole part, point of like the black album. And sometimes Rivers just trying to find new fans. And I don't know. It. It, it, or it just seems like a management decision. Like they just signed off on having something in Fortnite because they got like a check for it. You know, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. I would love, I would love to release episodes exclusively of our show in Fortnite. Damn, dude! A whole podcast only in Fortnite. Please take me, take me to it. Bill Buds Island. Uh, <laughs> Come listen to Bill Buds. <laughs> Uh, the other thing I'll say about the Black Album is you, you really can't always tell what's going on with the Weezer album from looking at the writing credits. But if you look <laughs> at the writing credits for this album, because like Rivers like puts writing credits for people who had nothing to do with like the finished product of the song. But if you look yeah. at the writing credits for this album, it doesn't bode well. There is a co-writer on like every fucking song. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's uh-huh. that's the perfect time for that uh Oh, hold on. Yeah, yeah. When you when you look at the, the writing credits. <laughs> yeah. I had to get the um, Metal Gear Solid sound alert on my computer now so I could play it on the show. <laughs> yeah. And also look I will I will say the cover is very weird and funny. The cover the cover makes me laugh. The cover is funny in the way that Weezer is funny. It's like them just covered in oil, it looks like. Yeah. Yeah. Silly. That's silly. It's silly. It's a silly cover. Um, And you hope that when you pick up the album, it's going to be a silly album. Now, I will warn people before we start playing some of these tracks. It's going to sound a little different. Don't adjust your speakers. This is a Weezer album. It just doesn't necessarily... <laughs> Let's just... I you know I let's just play track one. Let's just listen Ugh. to you. This is the single. Let's listen to "Can't Knock the Hustle."
it, it, it's, it's, it's just, it's, it's, uh, I don't, I don't, my first, don't. my first note on this track was, what are we doing here? What are we doing here? Uh, I'll, I'll say this. I, I, this track in particular, I don't necessarily hate the sound. I think it's fun that they're trying to do something a little funky, but the lyrics are fucking abysmal. Just, Awful. just, I, I, I mean, these are really, I'd, ra- I'd rather the incel shit than this weird, like, I got, what, I what honestly, at least the incel shit is familiar to me at this point. At least I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, Rivers, the neighborhood incel. Yeah, he's, oh yeah, he's kooky, he's harmless. He'll sniff your hair. Also, he'll sniff your hair. He'll collect your toe clippings and, you know. But, he won't, uh, but he won't touch yeah. it. He won't touch it. <laughs> uh, did you see that they, they had like a whole fucking weird ARG <laughs> for this song? Where no, they, like, did they made- really? Not like not really an ARG, but they like made and for a few tracks on the album, they made like fake Yelp profiles. Oh yes, and, like, with the lyrics, left lyrics, and and there was like a TripAdvisor profile. What's like what? What do what? Yeah. What do you think you're doing? What, like what? Do, what? And not in not. My mind, what do you think you're doing? <laughs> what 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 do they what? What do they think this is? What is yeah. what? Who do they think it's for? What? You know. <laughs> well, the thing about Weezer fans is they are really online. He hit the mark there. Like a lot of Weezer fans are very online. Yeah. They were back in the message boards back in the day. Like they're 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 an internet community. Um, but yeah, I mean, like. <sighs> The lyrics this is also this a fucking long really Weezer song. Fucking bad. It's so oh. it's it's long. It's almost four minutes, and the and the lyrics are tough. The lyric the the it, it's it, it really like it it makes me. I have like a visceral negative response to this. It's 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 like so cringe. It's like hyper cringe. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, like. It, it it's like okay. The, also, Johnny, I want to say this is the first Weezer song. This is their thirteenth studio album where he said the word "fuck" on like an album, right? He, he's he said it on the White mm-hmm. album, but that was on a bonus track. He's never said "fuck" on an album track before. This, this is like. God, this is like being a vegetarian. I've been a vegetarian for 20 years. This is like if I broke vegetarian by going to like Wendy's and having like one of the like deep menu items. Like the if I went and had like chicken poppers at Wendy's or 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 if I went to like break vegetarian by going to um White Castle and getting chicken fries. It's like mm-hmm. <laughs> what, what or, are you doing? or or like go, going to Red Lobster and getting chicken tenders. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, what are you doing? Like, the, 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 it's it, just not worth it. Like, the buildup is not worth it. This is also the first and not only song on this album where he uses the B word. And I don't know why. And I don't love it. I don't love anything about this. I mean, like, no. like, like you said, the, the, the funkiness, the horns, you know, there's something there. But. Man, it's just so and not Weezer sound. They're just taking these huge, huge leaps here where they just don't need to. But also, if they if they 
wanted to make like kind of a funky, groovy album, then do it. But that's not they what they it. did here. They did not that, do that. This they is did not do this. That. This does not continue through the album. No, and it's not coherent, and it's not cohesive. I keep thinking back to that interview he gave in 2016 where he said Jake Sinclair won on the white album and he was going to win on the black album. Let Jake Sinclair win. Every every Weezer album should be nothing but Jake Sinclair wins. What are you doing? What is this? And we're continuing on. We're also continuing on in the uh, Weezer tradition, recent tradition, of having other people play Rivers in the video. Uh, and this one has, like, Pete Wentz kind of playing Rivers, driving around in a car. Uh, Pete Wentz of Fall Out Boy fame. And they were, like, touring together around this time, I think. Uh, or maybe maybe in 2019. And he, Pete co-wrote a couple songs, right? Did Pete co-write Pete some Wentz songs on the Black album? Not on this album. Not on this album. Just other Weezer songs. Oh, did he? I don't know. Now, that does I thought not we sound talked about that. To me. Maybe he does. Maybe, maybe he did. Maybe not. Um, but the other thing I'll say, Johnny, is I watched this video and it's whatever. Pete Wentz is like an Uber driver and it ends with like a weird fake commercial. It's very Weezer. Uh, it's not exactly great, but it's not their worst thing that they've ever done. But he's not, he, Pete Wentz is never singing any of the lyrics in the video. It's like the video is just him driving an Uber while the song is like playing, yeah. basically. So I wondered, I was like, did Pete Wentz hear the song? <gasps> Did he do the video first? Did he ever hear the song? Did he did he know what was going to be going on? Did he know that Can't Knock the Hustle was what was going to be dropped into that video? Wow. Because I simply wouldn't have done it if that was the case. I don't know. Or did he know? And so he said, hey, you know, here's a fun idea for the video. What if I'm never singing the song at all? What if I'm just doing the video and I'm never, I'm never singing Can't or- Knock the Hustle? Uh, 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 half of these songs and we'll get to it had different lyrics at some point they had uh, uh, like so many of these songs are like chopped and screwed from other songs the liner notes have incorrect lyrics so maybe he heard some version of the song that was good maybe he heard a Japanese version what we just heard of Can't Knock the Hustle this was supposed to be their like dark Beach Boys album this is insane. It's I, 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 I think given enough time, Rivers could truly ruin any one of his albums. I think the only reason that the Blue Album is the best album that they ever did is because he didn't have enough time to think about it. And he just, it was like, hey, this is the album. I have, I have no feedback. I'm not listening to anyone else. You know, it's just me and Rick Ocasek here, and every bad idea I have, Rick Ocasek is like, actually, put Buddy Holly on the album. It's going to be a great song. You know, it's like, yeah, he's his own worst enemy, man. He's his own worst enemy. But he doesn't think that. You know who he thinks is his worst enemy, Johnny? The fans. Women he's never met? <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's women he's never met and the fans. Let's listen to track two, uh, Zombie Bastards.
this album is also just kind of like dripping with like modern pop, you know, aesthetic, mm. modern pop production all over it too. This song sounds nothing like the first one, you know. It just, it no. just, and this one it doesn't even sound, I think, that bad. It's just, it's whiplash from the first song too. It's like, as far as introducing people to what this album is, it's so inconsistent. The song doesn't even con- sound consistent within itself. It starts off like a fucking Jason Mraz song, yeah, and then it turns into a Toyota commercial. <laughs> yeah, that's that modern pop production. It just sounds so like manufactured, you know. I heard one reviewer, I was reading some reviews of this, and one person said, the only thing remarkable about this album is that it's a Weezer album. Like, otherwise, if this was not Weezer, if this was just any band putting out this album, you would you'd have nothing to say about this album. But because it's Weezer, the thing you have to say is, huh, I wonder why they did that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Well, Zombie Bastards too, Johnny, this is... First of all, it's a very un-Weezer sound. Um, but second of all, what this song is, is it's a fuck you to their fans. They're calling their fans zombie bastards who just want the same thing over and over again. They want consistency. But it, again, you know how some, so many um, people, like artists on like their first album or whatever we listen to, they'll have a track being like, these people were not with me. This is my like diss track on my haters, basically. Yeah. Like, you never believed in me. Weezer doesn't do that. Weezer only uses that level of vitriol for the people that like them, buy their albums, support them, and want the best for them. That's that. Those are the zombie bastards to Weezer. <laughs> like it's so fucked. And and it's it's so it's so weird because like they're like oh all you want is the same shit. And then, like every three albums, they're they're like, "Oh, we're so sorry. We've been doing all this weird stuff. We're just gonna get back to basics." We started Weeztoberfest this year with "Everything Will Be All Right in the End," and like the second track on that, they're they're like, "What? What if I played lead guitar and Scott would play the drums?" We're sorry. We understand that you didn't like that shit. We didn't like it either. We we, we were going through something weird. Hey, there's now they're just they no <laughs> lessons learned. No fucking lessons learned. I, it's such a it's such a weird, frustrating experience being a Weezer fan. <sighs> Truly, let's listen to High as a Kite. This is track three. Listening to a Weezer album, but it sounds like I walked in the middle of a Ben Folds album. The thing about High as a Kite, too, is it's, um, it, it, it's. If, if the original promise of the Black Album was to kind of do, like, the darker Beach Boys album, mm-hmm. this is kind of 
that. Like, I can see how this is a fulfillment of maybe that promise in a way, I agree. you know? I, I, w- I will say I actually really love the melody of the chorus. And when it goes like, when the guitars go like, boom, 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 I do really love that. I honestly did not mind High as a Kite. I thought that no. ultimately it was a little flat and a little long. Um, but I do like the way that it like gets darker in the middle um, and it, mm-hmm. for the, with, the, with the, the breakdown. It's just like, can't knock the hustle. Zombie Bastards, High as a Kite. I what, do not yeah, know what this here? album is supposed to sound like. I'm like, what, what am I? What? I have no idea what the next track is going to be like. What the fuck is it going to be like? Did you see that the the it's the verse the melody of the verse is taken from another song that was originally going to go on everything will be all right in the end. They just took the melody and like dropped it in here because because none yes. of these songs are songs to him. It's just no. parts. He's and everything gets like stripped for parts and re it's yep. so weird. Yep, it's just it, it is it's so weird. The other thing I'll say about this song is the the bridge Reminded me so much. Are you familiar with the film Frozen 2? I've never seen it, would you believe? But I I know about it. So, uh, well, before I talk about that, I will say I've been getting requests from both uh, Victoria, my sister, and Jessica, my wife, to do... Uh, top 10 Disney songs, which I think would be very funny because I that sounds very fun to me and I imagine very not fun for you. What would I do? Would, would it just would, would it just be like like two songs from Aladdin? Is the Lion King Disney? Yeah. Okay, so it'd what be a like wild some Aladdin, question. some Lion King. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wild question. <laughs> but so, so there's a song in Frozen 2 called Lost in the Woods that is okay. um, all of the rest of the songs are like very standard kind of Disney musical songs and lost in the sure. woods is, um, and even in the movie, it's like set up to be kind of like a, eighties, like sort of power ballad. And it's very, it's very, it's a good song and it's very funny. Um, okay. And then a lot of times when Disney releases, uh, a movie, they'll also release like an album of pop artists covering the songs from that movie. So, uh, Weezer, does a version of Lost in the Woods, which is, it's great. Um, okay. But the bridge from this sounds so much like Lost in the Woods. It's, it feels like they were kind of like, hey, that was pretty good, huh? <laughs> Why don't um, we just uh, throw, throw, that on, throw that back on there? Is that okay, Disney? Frozen 2 came out. November 22nd, 2019. So possible that they had already listened to the song at this point, or they took some of this and put it into their version of Lost in the Woods. I I don't know. It's interesting. When Rivers is working with his old spreadsheet, I would not put it past him to be like, you know, accidentally plugging things in twice and like doing two similar things. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, get, do you listen to Lost in the Woods. It's fun. Uh, did you watch the video for this one, Johnny? Mm-hmm. I thought the video for this was neat. It's, you know, Rivers is Mr. Rogers, but I, I, re- I really like the part where, like, the song gets a little darker, and then all of the kids start, like, crying, and their parents are like, I don't know what's going on here. Uh, it, it it was fine. It was, it was I, I, I like the funny angle on this video. Mr. Rivers' neighborhood is funny. And, hey, I'll tell yeah. you what, something they did here that they didn't do before, they maintained... 
the four three aspect ratio, and that I appreciate. Props to you. You're they. You know they make subtle and slight corrections from album to album, and that's how you get thirteen albums in. That's how you get the black album. Uh, just learning lessons. The farther along they go. It it is what? funny. This is also kind of like um. It, uh, this this video, you can see the DNA from yeah. like the Buddy Holly video. Like yes, it's all exactly. it's all there and and yep. fun. It just sucks that the song, it's the song's fine. It just the whole this whole experience. I'm having a very challenging experience so far. I was gonna say, don't start talking bad about High as a Kite, Johnny, because it's one of the best songs on this album. So we can't we can't be. We can't be uh, talking too much trash on that. Uh, speaking of talking trash, let's listen to track four. This is a little song called Living in L.A. We're fortunes fools when we took the bait. We sacrificed our lives for rock and roll. burning at the stake. We never it's really French. had a choice at all. Mm-hmm. I don't know, half formulated. And it's that, like, there, there's nothing inherently wrong with this Living in L.A. song. Like, it's it reeks of modern pop production. It's kind of catchy. It's got a ho- good hook. But it's just, like, it doesn't really sound anything like a Weezer song. And I don't And it doesn't sound like this... the last three songs that we heard. The, the consistency is fucked on this album. But it just, it, it just does not sound... They're just giving us so much, like, weird shit here. And this song would be okay if it wasn't, like, if you didn't have to distract it by the fact that this is a Weezer song. And Weezer's a band that has put out 13 albums before. We have context for them. They have no context for themselves. It, it's it's so strange. And the, the liner notes have fully different lyrics than what was released. Yep. And did did which just goes to show how like the the these songs don't even mean anything to them. They're all I just think so. numbers on a chart. Yeah. Uh did you this song especially the chorus gave me like a huge post Malone vibe. The chorus feels so post Malone to me. Yeah. It, it it's remember when we listened to that Vin Diesel album and he was just like mm-hmm. Talking about shit that like a fifty-five-year-old man is not is not mm-hmm. germane to his life. That the way that I feel about some of these later Weezer albums, as is, I'm like, hey man, just honestly stick to talking about your experience. Because every time you start talking about like shit, like a twenty-four-year-old is going through, it just reeks of like phony bullshit. You know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. In this one, Johnny, if you compare "Living in L.A." to "Beverly Hills," a song that he wrote like twenty years earlier, they're the same song. 
But one of them at least is like he uh, he's in on the joke in Beverly Hills. Like in Beverly Hills, he's he's just talking about how he wants to be rich and he wants to be a celebrity. And that's it's just it's living in L.A. feels that like that same thing, except uh-huh. you've lost sight of the the joke about it. And now it feels just like. Uh, I don't know. It's just you're part of it. You're part of it, man. Yeah. All right. I don't want to talk about that one anymore. I really don't want to talk about that one anymore. Let's talk about Piece of Cake. This is track five. The, like the whisper sing piano weezer is not doing it for me i gotta say piano weezer is not my weezer no uh i kind of like the guitar uh, in this the, one the, the guitar in this one's kind of yeah. cool um the melody she cut me like a piece of cake um there's a there's a homestar runner uh oh, wow. a teen girl squad from homestar runner and this the song is like was our face and staple sauce a oh, heaping bowl sauce. of staple yeah, sauce? Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I could not think of that when I heard this. That's so funny. <sighs> and let me ask you, John. Anyway, five, I five... hope the the brothers chaps got a kickback. <laughs> this is five tracks into this album, Johnny. Do you think that this album is better than Ratitude so far? No, no. You think Ratitude's a better Honestly, album than this? Maybe. Honestly, I think I'd rather listen to Teal because at least I like those songs. Wow, that's a really great point. That is a really, really great point. If you t- here's what the, I feel like so far, because these, this album is so incoherent, track to track. If you yeah. told me that this was like Weezer, the B sides, two thousand nine to twenty nineteen, yeah. I would believe you. If yes. it was just like, these are all like weird tracks that couldn't fit on any other album, so they don't really belong together, but we didn't know where else to put them. I'd be like, oh, okay, great. I, I'm glad that I'm listening to all of this stuff like in retrospect, and I wasn't a Weezer fan waiting since 2016 for the Black Album. That was going to be their like dark answer to the White Album to get this. Because this is not that, and it's Why? nothing. Why did they call this the Black Album then? You know what I mean? Like, why? I think because they, they kept knew, saying, like, this is what the Black Album is. I think they knew that if they didn't put out the Black Album soon, they never would. And they were like, because they were like, White Album, next album's the Black Album. Pacific Daydream, next album's the Black Album. Now here's Teal. Next, I swear, guys, the Black Album's coming. It's done. And I think they just had to put something out because they just could not. You, 
This sat for too long is the problem. It had too much time. More time was not going to help this album. Yeah, you're right. My problem with with Piece of Cake, Johnny, is listening to Piece of Cake, Weezer has put out too much good music and too much bad music for me to compare Piece of Cake to. And when I listen to it, it doesn't even feel like it's either good or bad, but somehow that makes it worse because it just lives Mm -hmm. in this like ambiguous middle where it's like, I don't know. It's certainly not something I ever need to listen to again. Like, no song that we've listened to yet has made it on my Best of Weezer playlist. It's just it's just not going mm-hmm. to happen yet. I maybe had some hope. I had some hope for the rest of the album. Let's let's go to um, side B. Let's listen to let's listen to track six. I'm just being honest. <laughs> that's really funny because this is like uh not my f- favorite but my the one that i hate the least i think did you johnny did you see that this was also a scott and river song that was pretty much unchanged yes. and did you list did you listen to the japanese version mm-hmm. yeah much better much better when you cannot understand what they're saying much better i, I I when I listen to I I wonder how much of this song being one that I hated less had to do with it being a song from another band that they just took <laughs> where like there's this other guy who's like hey what if we like make good songs sometimes yeah uh, I you know I this was a, this is like a, fun, a kind of a funny song. Um, it yeah, but not uh, super. The lyrics are so painfully rivers. It's yeah. like rivers with no filter. This is like oh, this is what Back this on that incel shit. Yeah, this is what this freak is thinking twenty four seven. So that's good, I guess. At least, at least, at least I have context for it. At least, like I'm not completely unmoored. Let me ask you though, were they fucking with us? Was Weezer fucking with us in verse one? Because verse one, here's verse one. We didn't listen to it. Here's verse one. Walk into the venue. You slip me your CD. Ask me if I'd listen. Give you my critique. I listened to it, but halfway through it, I had to quit. Your band sounds like shit. This is halfway through the album. I feel the exact same way about this album as he does about whoever handed him this CD at the venue. This sucks. This sounds like shit. (laughs) That doesn't. This song doesn't I, necessarily sound like shit. I like the sound of this song, but the album sounds like shit. 
I don't think that they're fucking with us because first of all, they made this album. They chose to make this album. They released it. And second of all, this is a song from a completely different album that came out two years earlier that they just translated to English. Also, how, how fucking like ripped off would you feel if you were a huge Weezer fan and this album that you've been waiting for for however many years comes out and one of the songs is a fucking song that you heard two years ago by another band? And the song, I'm just being honest, everything that he describes in the song is him being an asshole. And I think he knows that. I think that's the joke of the song is that, like, hey, I'm just being honest. And people who say I'm just being honest are an asshole. But with Rivers, I really don't know what's sincere and what's where where he's aware of being in on the joke. Because he says I am sure (laughs) I am 100 percent sure. That his wife has walked into the bedroom with a haircut and he said, oh, I liked it better before. No 100%. fucking doubt in my mind. No doubt in my mind. Let's listen, Johnny, to track seven. This is too many thoughts in my head now. I guess it's just too many thoughts in my head. I added them now. He said he had um, he said he had the chorus of this song uh, was something he had worked out in like 1997. It appears as on some of his demos from his Alone series, and the chorus is okay. But man, the rest of the song, I, I don't I don't like it all. A lot of his verses, man, I just don't love what he's doing with these verses at all. He's like doing this like talk singing thing. He kind of does like a little rappy thing in verse three of this song. He it's loves weird. to rap. He loves to rap. I- it it's it this is another one where it's like it, the, the parts of this go back to 97 it was a demo was released on alone a different demo was released on another alone then yeah. the bridge is from a Scott and Rivers song yeah it, and it like this is this is like eight songs that people have already heard worked into one I don't know what anyone's and, doing. I don't you know, I don't know what he's doing. I, I just don't know what's going on here. And like what's one thing is like releasing demos and then releasing a final version of the song. That's one thing. But then like lifting a whole part of another song that's already been released that you made and just adding it to this. What what is that? What does that mean? I don't know. None of these songs mean anything to anyone, I, to him. Yeah, I I I'll tell you what, man. At this point in the album, when I see there's three tracks left, I was 100% sure I was not going to like any of these songs. I was like, I don't think I'm going to like a single song on this album. I really don't think I'm going to like a single song on this album. Uh, But so let's put that to the test. Let's listen to The Prince Who Wanted Everything. This is track eight. 
yeah, I, I don't know if this is part of, like, the... Par- partially what was on this song was part of, like, the Dark Beach Boys thing. There's a lot of the do-to-do on this album as well, mm-hmm. which kind of maybe fits with that vibe. This song is about Prince, apparently. Like, he truly just... I think he had, like, the name of the Prince it, who wanted everything, and then he just started, like, changing lyrics so that it would be more about Prince. But I it's also, like, a weird call-out song. <laughs> it's Yeah. It doesn't... It, and so, um, Brian Bell helped write this, and then in an interview, he said that the, the sound was originally different, and Dave Sytek added, like, that sort of swing sound. Yeah, yeah. And he said he wondered if he should have asked the song to be removed from the album's track list. Brother, I couldn't agree more. Yeah. I I mean, look. Someone should have asked for a lot of these tracks to be removed from the album's track list. Someone should have asked to, you know, get a different producer up in here and, and fuck. I mean, it's just, this whole thing is fucked. This whole thing... Uh, this is another one. The bridge comes from a different song. What? This isn't an album. Yeah. This this is so weird. This is this is like Death to False Metal was more of an album than this is because Death to False Metal <laughs> had more original stuff on it than this album has. Let's listen to Byzantine. This is track nine. This is a song called Byzantine. This song sounds like elevator music. It sounds like Napoleon Dynamite. Oh my god. Yep. The Red Ray thing is another Prince reference, like in a. You know, I, I. Weezer's always trying to take these big swings and change their style yes. and whatever. And I can't help but think about the. When listening to this album, I don't know why, I was thinking about the Decemberists mm-hmm. because so many of their albums are, are you know, different. They're different. Um, um, like, like the Hazards of Love is like this weird, like classic rock, rock opera, big sound. And then like um, uh, I'll Be Your Girl is like a more synthy, poppy sound. So they take, they change up what they're doing. They try different styles, but it all still feels like the Decemberists. It still has like the DNA. Yes. They still have an idea of what they're doing and who they are as a band. And this is just, this is just fucking nothing. This is one, someone else helped, someone from, uh, uh, Laura Jane Grace from Against Me helped write the lyrics, um, uh, the bridge was from a nine a track from 1991 um uh, the 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 verse m- melody is from a track from 2018 that that he wrote for some other band that he's not in and it was in other it was also in other demos this is i i talk about byzantine mm. I, uh, to uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, this whole this whole know. this whole album is like it, it, this is all shit that could have been left on the cutting room floor. 
River seems obsessed with using every part of everything he's ever done, not letting anything go to waste, saving it all. Sometimes things are just done and you have to move on. So this is like the the production of this album is sounds brand spanking new, shiny new, but it doesn't fit with the the rest of the shit that the band does and the 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 everything else is all chopped up and thrown together from other places. The consistency is just not there and it in it Man, it just makes for an album you don't want to listen to. It feels like if someone gave, like, a DJ Earworm Mm -hmm. or Girl Talk, all of Weezer's demos, anything that Rivers has ever worked on, and said, make an album. Because it's it's just absolutely chopped and screwed from anything that he's ever touched. Yes. And like jumbled up into some some weird fucking album. If I saw a Weezer concert from in, in this era, like 2019, luckily there was a pandemic, so uh, they they couldn't really tour too <laughs> yeah, much. Thank of the God. Black album. But if I saw a Weezer album from around 2019 or a Weezer performance from around 2019, and they played more than three tracks from the Black album, I would be absolutely fucking furious. I would be so mad. If you told me that they didn't spend a single day in the studio to make this album because it was all wow. done by by an editor and a producer from shit that they already had i'd be like yeah i believe that cuz like this song yeah. how many real instruments are in this and how much of it is synth they could have just yeah. taken some demo vocals thrown it over some synth i don't know i'm getting too fucking heated all right you don't want to cool off johnny why don't you cool off with a little california snow part about this is I hated this song I really didn't like this album and uh, I, I had stopped listening to it and I was walking around in my my kitchen I was I think I was making lunch one day and I go California snow California snow and I'm like god damn it <laughs> that, this is like this sounds- it's like it's literally an earworm. I mean, this one is a worm that gets into your brain and won't let go. I hated this. It's like it's like inspired by the OC theme song. <laughs> he wrote this for a horror movie that was a bad bad. I think it was like it was a maybe like a direct to streaming horror movie that you know no one ever saw. So, I will say I I sincerely think that this is a perfect end to this album because that means we have listened to the album and I never have to fucking listen to it ever again. (laughs) 
I never have to listen to it again, but I do have to walk around maybe three days from now and go, California snow, California snow. I, you know, I, I know, I remember, and you you reminded me, when we listened to the White Album, I said, it made me forget, you know, I was like, did they, have they ever released a bad album? And this yeah. album, I sincerely gives me the exact opposite feeling. Opposite. It's like, yep. Especially coming right after Teal, where it's like, are they actually like the worst band? Like, have they ever made anything that I've enjoyed? Like, what? what? This was so fucking bleak to listen to. And again, I would, I would, I would rather listen to Teal because at least I understand what they were doing. I don't agree with it, but it was coherent. They they said this is something we're going to do, and they did it, and it makes sense. It's stupid, but it makes sense. This is stupid and makes no sense and just makes me like mad and confused because it's it it it's almost I'm getting again I'm getting too worked up over Weezer over anything. I, I, I don't get this I, I it just it's like it feels like disrespectful yes to to care so little about like yes. To weirdly care so much, but care so little where like these songs don't mean anything to you. It's all data points that you need to like plug Amen. in to like hit your fucking music KPIs. And, and uh, you know, th- this, this is like the, his absolute worst instincts. Whereas like yes. <laughs> these, there feels, there's no emotion. There's no like any uh, it just feels like stuff. It's just stuff, you know? Ugh. Rivers was doing press for this album and he was talking about how um, this album, like I said, produced by Dave Sitek and he, Rivers was like, this is like a drugs album, but I don't do drugs, but Dave does a lot of drugs. So I was like writing all of these songs from his perspective. And he was like, it was actually really fun to like write an album from someone else's perspective, but that was not my perspective, but I'm like, you didn't do a good job of that. Like you're still the one who has to put your name on it. Okay. No one really understands like we do because we're doing a music podcast, but this is a Weezer album. Okay. It's not a Dave's Satek album. Like you have to be accountable for the thing that you put out into the world. And this is very not good. Like it's, it's, I was thinking about this too, Johnny, because we started out this season of Weestoberfest in such a good place. For the last two days, by the way, I've been listening to um, Everything Will Be All Right in the End and The White Album as a palate cleanser, and it worked because those are really fantastic albums. I did hate listening to all of these clips, but for for the past two days, I have been listening to Good Weezer again. It does exist. I can't tell you it does exist. It actually does exist. I don't believe you. But it does. This makes you forget. This makes you forget that it does and it's such a shame. It is. This is such a bummer. If I can quote one of uh, a, a, a Weezer album from Better Better Times, it, it's it's just it's not it's not fun. It's not fun to listen to. And I was thinking, is this the worst Weezer album I've ever heard? And it's certainly the latest Weezer album that has made me the maddest. But I was like, is it worse than Ratitude? And then I said, stop, John. Do not go back and listen to Ratitude. Do not go back and listen to a Weezer album you know that you never want to listen to again to confirm if it's worse than this one that you also know you never want to listen to again. Just put it on the pile of Weezer albums that you'll never want to listen to again and let it live on that pile forever. And that's where where it goes. 
Number 16 on my top 100 albums of all time. I'll put it, I'll put it at number 16. I'm... I gotta say, I'm embarrassed that I raised mm-hmm. my voice when discussing Weezer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't... I don't... I don't know. I don't know. I just don't know. It's well, bleak. Look. It's bleak. It's bleak. We can be in the hand-holding club on this, Johnny, that we are both saying, don't listen to this Weezer album. Do not listen to the Black don't, album. There's nothing, don't. There's nothing there for you to get... At, there's nothing to get out of this. This is a bad listen. We're... <sighs> Is next year the last one? Are we done next year? Unless Weezer starts putting out like a ton more albums, which we all know that they can do, I think we might be able, if they truly do not put out another album until October, like of until after October of next year, I think next year might be the last year of Weeztoberfest. I think we might be free. Uh, one thing for now, one thing that I will say, who knows, who the fuck knows what's coming next year? But we don't. We do know one, and that's Van Weezer, and that's what started this whole thing. Is we listened to Van Weezer during a listening party, and we enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. And I, I am very interested because that was completely out of context. We just heard an album and liked it. I'm very interested to see what we think, having far too much context. And I think it will be a good time because that feels like a good execution of them trying a different sound and succeeding and trying a different sound, but still being Weezer. Whereas this was, I don't know. Is eight free? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. Uh, Johnny, look, look, that's it for We Soberfest. We don't recommend it. We're not putting it on our top albums of all time. Um, I, I will say, I and I, I the, the the next two Weezer albums we're not listening to until next year. The, there are two no. more Weezer albums, main like you know albums that have come out, and then they have their Seasons project, which is like. Um, and next year we have four Weezer albums to do. It's like spring, summer, autumn, and or fall and winter. We might do like each one of those as a double. We might do like a spring, summer, and then a, a, a spring, autumn. Summer, yeah. Yeah, autumn winter to, to get into four because then we'd be done we'd be done if they put out another album between now and then we're kind of fucked and we might have to figure something else out but i will say knowing nothing else about the next two weezer albums except van weezer we listened to and liked without any context we hadn't listened to like 10 other weezer albums before then we liked van weezer and i'll say this okay human the one that we're gonna kick off with next year which i've heard no songs on i've heard nothing of also produced by jake sinclair Oh, they brought shit. him back. So I don't know what that means. Johnny, I don't know what that means. I have been singing this man's praises for the last five Bill Buds episodes. Will I be crushed? Will I be heartbroken when I fe- when I listen to OK Human? Or, or yeah, I don't know. I just don't know. Jake Sinclair, huge Weezer fan. Mm-hmm. What is more Weezer than releasing one amazing album and one truly dog that's, shit album? That's so true. <laughs> that's the legacy. That's the Weezer, that's the Weezer legacy. But the other thing that we have learned with reviewing these Weezer albums is never bet on Rivers. Never bet that you know what's going to happen in that motherfucker's head. Never bet that because you will be wrong every time. It's 
It's so true. I was so, so, <laughs> so hopeful. I was so hopeful. Well, hey, look, we we had a really terrible time with this ep- with this uh, uh, album and this episode. We are so sorry for that. But I will say, and this month, this, just go back. And most of this month was from bad. The beginning of the month. <laughs> I guess we had a good time with two out of five, but that's 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 forty percent. That's not great odds. But I'll say we do have some great odds for November. Now, Johnny, Weeztoberfest is now officially over. We can all put it to bed. And I gotta say, we have a very exciting November in, in the works because we're gonna be listening to oh baby, an Evanescence album and an Aerosmith mm. album on our main feed. And in the Patreon, we're gonna be listening to a Cobra Starship album and. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. So I think that I think that's I'm looking forward to no more Weezer. I think we've done our pinnacles. November's November's gonna be good. <laughs> uh oh if you want God. some of those bonus episodes, patreon.com just billbudspod. Uh give us a dollar and you can get access to all of those episodes um in our off week. And <sighs> thank you so much for joining us. Thanks so much for hanging out. Thanks so much for talking Weezer with us in the Discord all month. We've really enjoyed talking Weezer with y'all. Do we have a Weezer specific channel in the Discord? Our Discord logo switches to the Weeztoberfest logo, yeah. which is awesome. The Weeztoberfest logo <laughs> is the Weezer logo and a Garth ball in between. So it's very, it's very Bill Bud specific. <laughs> oh uh, but God. to all you listening out there in Bill Bud's land, thanks so much for hanging out. And I got to tell you, go get your fucking hats. Tonight we're hanging with the boys. Yeah, we're going out. Hands up for them real ones, them good girls, them bill bucks.